0: a couple of things. Kevin, or oh, I'm sorry, Critter. I'm scared every time I walk in here too. So, and I just have a question. I mean, I'm gone for a few weeks and I come back in and we got elders talking about gambling and putting money in the table. We got kids running around with guns and we got bi- bikers testifying. And I'm like, I should stay gone more often. <laughs> this is pretty good. Um, we are going to talk about light in the darkness, but I, I also feel like—I mean, maybe you noticed I wasn't here. Maybe you didn't. I was actually in the building. I was at the other end of the building, but I do think it's appropriate any time you're gone for a period of time to bring a doctor's excuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was quarantined by cuteness. Um, <laughs> I've been gone. My daughter was having a baby, had a baby, and I have been spending a lot of time with her, so I wanted to be extremely cautious in that. I mean, he's little. Look at that hand. I mean, just so small. I mean, I, let me go get my phone. I got about 1,050 other pictures I could show you, but I picked that one because of that little bitty hand. And this amazing God that we have who breathes life, life. And uh, today we are going to talk about light in the darkness. Is Rhonda Fraser here? She's not. Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> because she is like the most amazing science teacher in the world. And I'm gonna share a few things that have to do with science and it's kind of like, you know, trying to teach about the light bulb in front of Edison and I really didn't want to do that. I just had this image in my mind of her sitting back there going, that's not true, that is not right. So I don't know where she is, but Jesus blessed her wherever she is this morning. And uh, let's stand up and let's read some scripture and get into the word. Okay, y'all are going to have to read because I don't have my glasses on. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that has been made in him's life. And that life was a life of men. Next one. This is the message we have heard from him. And God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. I have to tell you, I cannot read that passage of scripture without thinking of Claudia Peterson. And when the dancers would do, when Praise in Motion would do, God is light. I still hear that in my spirit, fruit long after and finally, we are challenging. Father, I thank you so much for the truth of your word, Father. It's where we stand. It is where we run. Lord, when we have issues, when we have struggles, when we are in darkness, Father, it is your word and your truth that illuminates our paths. Father, I just ask that you minister today, Father. I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would just permeate this place. Lord, that our hearts would be soft and teachable. Father, I pray that they would remember everything that is from you, Lord. And let everything that is just mine, let it fall to the ground and be forgotten. You are faithful. You are good. And we welcome you into this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, Oh, my goodness. Okay. You know this whole thing, through him nothing was made that we just read... These passages of scripture, you know, you, you read them over and over again and, and you think you know what they mean until you decide to actually listen and let God share what it might mean. And then he like blows your mind because we have these finite minds that, that only think so far. And then God begins to breathe and I, I literally find myself going, God, you got to expand my mind. God, you've got to expand my spirit. And he reminds me, you have been given the mind of Christ. You have been given the mind of Christ. And so I feel like he, he begins to open up his word and then he allows us to just grab hold of small things. One of my favorite things outside of chocolate and fuzzy bunnies. and uh, One of my favorite things is when science proves God by accident. It's like they never set out to prove anything, you know, that would remotely substantiate our faith. And, and so I just get so tickled when they, they start talking about things like, you know, it's so profound and it's so big. And, you know, guess what I've discovered? And, but John talked about it 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what this is to me. When it says, through him, all things were made that have been made. Well, it starts out, it says, God is light. In him, there is no darkness. All of this just starts jumbling together in my spirit. God is light. In him, there is no darkness. Through him, all things that were, were made that have been made. And and I'm thinking about this, and I'm pondering it, and it says, you're children of light. you know. And I'm like, God, this light thing is pretty important to you. And and, uh, and I'm thinking about this and, and, and the breath of God that breathes life into man. And, and that life is the light of man. And I got to thinking about that and I got to thinking about the faithfulness of God and how he bears this out. And, and so I was just looking up, you know, the, the properties and things about light. When John said that we were children of light, When John said, God is light, and in him there is no darkness. When John said, through him all things were made that have been made. Guys, how cool is it that science shows us now that every organism, every cell, every, the most minute particle in the universe carries light. You know, Scripture says that, I mean, okay, just go with me on this little journey here for just a minute. Scripture says that in the beginning, you know, in, in Genesis 1-3, what was the first thing that God created? He said, let there be light. And light was. And he looked at the light and he said it was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. And you can look at that, and yes, he called the, day, uh, the light day and the darkness night. But man, there's so much more in everything that God says. He separated light from darkness. He's doing that every day in our lives. Every day he's separating light from darkness. But I think about that. Every little tiny particle in the universe, everything carries light. Light is the source, it's energy, it is light energy that allows life to be. Without light, without the energy of light, none of you exist. Without the energy of light, nothing exists outside of him. And and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, scientists are so proud of themselves for figuring this out. And I'm thinking, but John said this. Through him in the beginning, there was light. And God said, Light be, and it was. And here's something without light, nothing exists. Now, I know that that sounds small, but it's not small. Life exists because light exists, and everything about that lines up with the word of God. The word tells us that that, that God is light and in that, and, and life. And if you think about it, when he breathed into man and made man a living creature, when God breath entered man, light entered man. And to me, that that's just, just, maybe it's not blowing your mind like it blows mine, but it is amazing to me what he does. Now, let's think about that for a minute. If God said light be and life brought light, or light brought life, then it would stand to reason because God is omnipresent and everywhere. He's everywhere. Scripture tells us, where can I go from his presence? Where can I flee? If I go into the darkness, even the darkness is as light to him. Well, of course it is because he's light. If he's light, there can be no darkness. But for the longest time, when I would read that, I would think, well, no, right. There's no darkness in him because, you know, God, we, we equate darkness with evil, right? Right. And we know that, you know, that God isn't evil. We know that he is um, not doing bad things or struggling with his flesh. (laughs) You know, we know that he doesn't have those things. But what the word is saying in this is so much more than that. It isn't about good and evil. Though life is very much about good and evil. It's about being full or it's about being empty. It's about walking in the fullness of God, or it's about walking in lack. One of the things, and I'm not going to quote him often, but one of the things that struck me, Albert Einstein, he said, there's no such thing as darkness. There's only the absence of light. Now, I want us to think about, he also went on to say, there's no such thing as evil, there's only the absence of God, which I do believe absolutely there is evil, but I also believe that it's caused by the absence of God. It also lets me know that when you think about that, light has a source, okay? God is the source of that light. It's the source of life. Darkness has no source. Darkness is only the removal of light, So if you think about that from the context of of humanity and us, where we struggle or or where we have issues or, or where we might have darkness, there's lack. There's something missing. Light needs to come into those areas where we're experiencing darkness. For Critter, he needed God to teach him about, you know, being addicted to God instead of the other stuff. He needed light to come. He needed his wife to say, honey, I can't do this anymore. That's light. That's truth. That's something coming into your life that hits a a darkness, hits a place in a void that allows you to see beyond where you're seeing because darkness blinds us. We think we're doing great and we're really not. And sometimes light comes in the form of a child of light. You are children of light. Now, it's it also now, if you think about it, if, if light, when God said, how, how many of you know how big his word is? How many of you know that when he speaks, it happens? It happens. And, and it doesn't just like happen here. He doesn't just speak into your life. He doesn't just say, Mike and Paula, this is what's going to happen. The residuals of his word in your life permeate out. Now, So if God said light be and light was the only source of life and there was nothing to stop his word, this just fascinated me. Take just a moment and read this, would you? There is nowhere, there is nowhere in the known universe with absolute darkness. Nowhere. You know what that says to me? that god that spoken word that light be continues throughout it continues to travel and bring light and life to creation it just continues to move outward this word of his this light of his now this really got, this really got me do you know that because you carry now I'm sure scientists would tell you something else but do you know that because you carry the light of God on the inside of you did you know that you are bioluminescent do you know that humans actually emit light is that not the coolest thing i mean you're just like right up there with plankton and jellyfish And... a <laughs> You are emitting light. Now, granted, it's a thousand times weaker than our eyes can see, but, but you are, you are literally a child of light because of the God breath that is on the inside of you. You are glowing. You, you glow with that life that God has placed in you. You know what that, that, It offers me so much hope. It it tells me that that God breath inside of each and every one of us, even even before we submit and give our hearts and lives to him, he's there. He's there. That ember, that light, that flame of God on the inside of us. The word tells us that eternity is written on the hearts of men. In the depths of who we are, we recognize truth. And even when we are in our darkest place, even when we are struggling and we are a mess, there's something on the inside of us going, this isn't the way you were created to live. That's the light. That's the light. That's that thing that makes you shine like stars in the midst of the darkness. That's what the word tells us that we do. We shine like stars. I have no clue what the next slide is. Let's see together. There you go. It isn't, when the word says, in God is light and in him is no darkness, you know what it is actually saying? There is no void in him. There is nothing missing, nothing lacking. He's not looking for something. He's not struggling with something. He's not trying to be someone he's not. He is full and he is complete and he is whole. There is no void in him. We struggle when we create when voids come in our life and we try to fill it with everything but God. See, there, there's a song that was forever ago. I was thinking about um, You know, it said, the first passage said, you know, you do not belong to the darkness. You are children of light. And I, all of a sudden, the Pat Benatar song is like, we belong to the night. We belong to the darkness. She was so wrong. <laughs> do you know how many times I proclaimed that over my life in my teen years? You're children of light. And what happens when children of light start moving away from the light and stop being filled up as these gaps, these voids, these empty places start in our life. And we're like, oh, oh, maybe that'll satisfy me. Oh, maybe he will. No, maybe she will. Oh, maybe I should try this. And we run to and fro and we become double-minded. We become unstable in everything that we're doing when what we really need is light. I'd like to start a new phrase around here. Hey, buddy, got a light? (laughs) I'm sorry, Kevin. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, ignore me. I've been away for a while. But we as human beings, when we do not have a constant inflow of light, whether that's through the word or through fellowship with people who will speak the truth to us, through prayer, through communication with our Lord and say, don't let other people be your prayer life, have one. Darkness is not necessarily evil, it's just the absence of light. Wherever you are experiencing this in your life, you need the light. Very first thing I want to, when you do not have the light, I'm just going to give you a few signs that you might need a light. A few signs that says you start to stumble. Things that once, you, you, might, once have, you might not have had an issue with this in the past or you did have it, but you overcame it, and and now all of a sudden it's starting to trip you up again. That's a sign of shadows. Sometimes we find ourselves stumbling in the dark, and instead of reaching for the light, we just continue to try and find our own way. When we don't ask for help, we don't ask for anybody, because you know what happens when you're in darkness and you start to stumble and you start to have a hard time and you mess up? shame comes and you don't want people to know that you've blown it. And so you would rather stumble around in the dark, trying to find a light rather than ask for help. If you're there, you need light. You need truth. You need the word. These are signs of shadows that are coming in your life. Signs where light has gotten uh, a little bit dim. You need a light this source. Now, this one, I love this one. This is another sign. If you want some signs that maybe you're not getting enough of the truth, not staying under his word, staying in prayer enough, it says that you don't honor God. You say he's your God, but you're not honoring him with your lifestyle. You know, a lot, the, the word talks about, you know, they say they call him God or they they call out his name, but their hearts are far from him. It's a sign in your life. If, if you say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, yes, I believe in God, but nothing about your life is consistent with what you're saying and you're not honoring him with your lifestyle, it isn't that you're evil. It isn't that you're bad. It's you need more Jesus. You need more light. You need more word in your life. You need light. If he is light in the darkness, let him be that. Let him be that. It says, um, it also talks about we lose a sense of gratitude. You know that, that void is coming in your life when all you can see is what you don't have rather than all that God has given you. When you start to focus and fixate on the things that everyone else has and all of the things that you would love to have and you see God is not the provider that he actually is in your life. And you stop waking up and you stop waking up in the morning going, "Thank you, God, for another day, for another breath, for another opportunity, Father God. Thank you for the breath in my life. Honoring him in your lifestyle." And this last one, I think we uh, I'm sorry, I should have switched this over. One of the things it talks about is being preoccupied with futile and fruitless things. Did you ever just get caught up in something that really did nothing good for your life at all? You know, like 24 hours of Netflix and, and you're like, I have finished every series on Netflix. I'm waiting for them to drop a few new things and you, and you walk out of it feeling like a mummy. You've kind of been entombed on the sofa and I'm not looking at anybody. You know? I'm, just, I'm just going, and what have you gained from it? Have you gained light from it? Have you gained life from it? What is God pouring into your life from it? And then another sign. Would someone read that to me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one we all don't want to (laughs) hear. That's the one that says, you know what? You become double minded when you don't know, you don't have clear direction from God. Right now in the world and in the place that we're living in, boy, does anybody need some direction from the Lord? Does anybody need some insight from the Lord today? One of the things that um, through this whole pandemic and everything that's been going on, um, I have done my best to obey the authorities that are over me. I believe that is entirely scriptural. I believe that's what the Word tells us to do. And Right alongside that, I have been seeking the Lord for me. Seeking the Lord, Lord, what would you have me do in this? Or, you know what? You might have a conviction on one thing and somebody has a conviction somewhere else. But the bottom line is you need to hear from the Lord for you. You just, you just have to. Um, as, as much as we try to comply with everything that the government's telling us and, and everything else, we ultimately need to hear from him. I need to know, and you may think that this is crazy, but I need to know, if I'm getting ready to go somewhere, Lord, do I need to go in there? Lord, do I need to go in there? What, what do, if he orders our steps, doesn't that mean all of them? Yes. If he orders our steps, will he not tell you as his child, don't go in there today? Don't go hang out with that person today. Do this today. If we will listen to him, if we will obey the the work and the words of the Holy Spirit on the inside of our life, that's where your peace is. It's not in anything or anybody else. That's where your peace is. So what do you do? What do you do when you find these little voids and little places in your life? Well, Scripture answers that too. It tells us, let him who walks in darkness and has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. Trust in the name of the Lord. One of the the passages, one of the, the translations says, call out his name. Call out his name and then lean in closer to him. Get You need light, get closer to it. Lean in toward him, rely on him. In all of the areas where you struggle, in all of the areas where you might have issues, you lean into him. You trust what he says. You trust what he says. His word is truth, he is faithful. He will watch over it to perform it and he will get you through to the other side of it. I had a period of, of time in my life, um, many years ago where, you know, I've known the Lord all of my life and I've served him most of it. And I think that's the case for many of us. We know him, but we, that we have seasons in our life where we actually serve him better, serve him well. And I was not in one of those seasons and I had fallen away from him. Will, if you want to come out to the piano, I had fallen away from him and, um, I had built so many walls in my life that, man, no light was getting through. No, nobody was reaching me. Nobody was, I wasn't listening to anybody. And, um, and I definitely wasn't listening to God. It's like how you can shut down the voice of God in your life is the most Profound thing and the the most stupid thing, but man, when you're in a mess and when you are struggling and you don't want to hear anybody's voice, you, you can build walls so fast and hide behind them to where even God's voice you don't want to hear it. You don't. And and so I was in that place and I had been in that place for quite a while. And and as as a lot of you know, the way the Lord speaks to me many times is in dreams. And and. I, for for better or for worse, and when I entered that season and I couldn't hear, I I wouldn't hear his voice in the day, every night when I would go to sleep, I would, you know that falling dream that you have (laughs) that wakes you up going, (gasps) or and and causes you to hit your your husband? Um, Okay, there's a benefit to most of, anyway, but it's, (laughs) I would have that dream and I would be falling and and the and I would be grabbing at the walls and I could feel this pit around me and I was grabbing and 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 I could feel it's like my fingers were bleeding and but that perpetual sense of falling 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 and and complete darkness and I knew in my spirit I knew that there was a way to bring light and I refused to do it. I entered a time where I had insomnia because I refused to go to sleep at night because I didn't want to fall, but I also didn't want to call on His name to get out of it, and and so when I would finally fall asleep at night, I would fall and I would fall and I would fall, and it it, it, it was just it was just torturous. And I'm not saying God caused this. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying that was, it's like my spirit was going, do you know how much lack is here? Do you know how dark it is in here? I'm not being fed. You're not giving me the God that I need and I would fall and I would plummet and I would fall. And after... Is literally a couple of months. I went to, to sleep one night. It was probably three in the morning because that was as, as late as I just couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. And I began to fall and I began to fall. And I remember grabbing hold of the sides and I just had this thing in me. finally I just called and I said, Jesus, God help me. And when I did, man, light just exploded into everything. Light exploded into that pit. And it's like my spirit was awakened in that moment and I felt like I took a breath for the first time in months because I needed light I needed God to pierce the darkness for me I had to call on his name I had to lean into him. And can I tell you from that moment forward, he began to walk with me through restoration. He began to walk with me on this path of healing. He began to minister to speak truth to me in all of the places that the enemy had convinced me of lies. God began to speak truth and to breathe light into me. And I don't know if that's where you are today. I don't know if you need God to just bring light and life to you today, but I want you to know He is here and He can do that. You just got to speak His name. So, as they come for communion, I just want to pray for you. Father God, I thank you that you are light. In my darkness, you are fullness in our void. You fill us when we are empty. And Father, you draw us toward you, children of light. And Father, I speak to those today, Father God, who need light, who need you to fill those empty places with truth. I just ask that you do that as only you can do today, Father. Be our light in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.